Hello and welcome back to another rousing episode of Gabagool Nate. I'm your host, Wes Dawson. And I'd like to welcome you to a very special episode, as this will be a multi-part episode on the road again. Now, I would like to mention that Gabagool Nate is strictly defined as an educational program or an educational tool. We're often compared to a synthesized version of five years of post-secondary education, a watching a Michael Moore documentary film, you know, probably before like 2005, or that starchy DNA-soaked sock under your bed. We are full of surprises and can certainly help better your understanding of the world that we live in. So in this multi-episode series, we'll be discussing Quebec roads, the condition, the way they're built, the reason they suck so fucking bad, and everything in between. Now, the notes that I took for this episode are actually from last summer, but that's the magic of road construction in Montreal or Quebec, is that it never changes, that notes taken today will still be just as valid 10 years from now. And of course, at this point in the year, you know, we're getting ready for another winter road season, and I think that's deserving of its own episode. Winter driving in Quebec and many parts of Canada is a very special thing. Now, I'll let some of you listeners in on a little secret. It snows in Quebec every year quite a bit. But every time it happens, people drive around thinking like, Oh, oh my God, what is this white stuff falling from the sky? And all of a sudden, a two-lane highway that they've been driving on for the past 20 years is magically like a four-and-a-half-lane highway. You know, the first of its kind. And of course, you need to remember to adapt to the road conditions. When roads are slippy and icy, you need to get within, I don't know, three to four inches of the car in front of you. This way, it creates a wake over your car, giving you more control on your steering. So don't be dumb, drive safe. Remember, you don't want to be late, and airbags were built for a reason. Now, the state of road conditions in Quebec are pretty well liquid dog shit any season, any time of the year. And the Quebec government seems to ascribe their same perverted political ideologies on infrastructure and road projects. And if you question anything, well, you're just wantingly attacking them. And as much as Quebec exists in a distinct culture, it also exists in a unique ecosystem and weather conditions, apparently. Now, of course, if you've traveled throughout Canada, you'd know that outside of Quebec, everywhere else is this giant, grey, homogenous blob of a culture. British Columbia, Nova Scotia, they are identical in every way imaginable. You know, but their excuse for the quality of our roads is that we live in a distinct weather system. So for those of you not as well versed in geography, the neighboring areas of Quebec, you know, Ontario, New Brunswick, Vermont, you know, they are basically tropical paradises with sub-Saharan weather systems. So it makes perfect sense that you can actually feel and see the transition into third world country road conditions when you enter Quebec. Now, I better lay off the Quebec government talk or I'll be labeled as Quebec bashing or a radical group. Uh, for those unaware of this, questioning anything the Quebec government does is considered quote-unquote Quebec bashing. Basically, if you don't utter the words Quebec and Francois Legault without making like noises, you're Quebec bashing. So these notes are kind of written down haphazardly, as well as the uh, layout of these episodes I didn't really plan out. I think instead of having a nice transition between episodes, I'm just going to abruptly cut it and put in a generic intro for the next part. The quality of the roads aside, during warm seasons, there's this ongoing battle between who can use the road, who has the right to use the road, and so forth. Of course, I'm talking about cyclists sharing the road with vehicles, and by sharing, I use that term extremely loosely. You know, it's true, they do have a right. Some will argue that, well, you don't pay registration, and they'll rebuke, yes, but I pay taxes. Of course, everyone pays taxes, so that's kind of a dumb point. But they say it's their right to use the road, and I fully agree with them. That's why I'm starting to run Zumba classes right in the center of the busiest intersection I can find in Montreal, 
I'm allowed to do so with my leisure sporting activities because I pay taxes. And I really do think that a balance can be found between these two different groups. You know, I believe that we should be sharing the road. That's why I've installed a two meter sharpened piece of steel uh, off my rear right fender to ensure the safe distance between myself and cyclists. I don't take any chances, okay? I gotta keep people safe on the road. Personally, I just think it depends what road you're on. I also think if you're biking adjacent to a cycling path, uh, that should be some kind of infraction. Newsflash, you're not a professional athlete. You're just some boob who rides around in spandex on the weekends, so your lap times aren't that important. I had a coworker who liked to tease me about some of my particular wrestling gear that I would wear, my the bright pink, the floral prints, different things like this. And I said, yeah, but the difference between you and me is that I'm paid to wear that and you choose to wear that spandex and play around with your friends in the middle of the road. One thing I've seen in Montreal is this new police initiative to train their officers to be traffic lights, basically. I can't imagine how many kids growing up, you know, their parents asked, what do you want to do for a living? They said, mommy, daddy, I want to be a traffic light. Like, it's kind of weird that they're doing that. And it's quite obvious they don't want to be doing that because they're just like running cars into open intersections and then giving people shit for being in the middle of an intersection. Now, if you're planning for a construction project requires regular daily police intervention, maybe there's an alternative to the way it's being set up. You know, I always had this idea, this revolutionary concept that we could have electronic traffic lights that are somehow, like, I don't know if the technology exists yet, somehow programmed into a computer software that we could actually control and reprogram the lights depending on traffic volumes, if there's construction, detours, things like that. But of course, this is pie in the sky craziness because we all know that is impossible based on the reality of how traffic lights are set up in the city. All right, this is just a random clip in case my editing didn't really pan out and I needed to segue something in. Here is your official Gabagool Nate segue. Upcoming for next week will be part two of this engaging series on the quality of roads in Quebec. Now, the idea is to have this finished by next week's episode, but who knows, much like Quebec road repair, it may be extended a bit further. So next week, we'll discuss everything Quebec does with regards to the road and infrastructure, repairs, maintenance, so on. Keep your eyes peeled for that episode. It's scheduled to come out long after I'm dead, rotted away, and my gravesite has been desecrated by the youth. So please listen, like, share, and subscribe. And remember, if you tell the government if you're stealing my money, you should be providing me services, that's considered radical bashing. <laughs>